What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, baby. Hello, my love. Don't do that. I have to because my voice is really um, tired. So it helps me to relax my throat. By just um, singing the sound of music? <laughs> is it that the sound of music? The hills are alive. Well, I don't know. Isn't that a lyri- lyric? Hello, my love? I don't think so. You know what is oh, lyric? That's, no, that's not... It's it's dumb and dumber. Goodbye, <laughs> my love. And then boom, he slams into the car in front of him. Oh yeah. It's when Sam Slippy Slappy Samsonite is going off onto her plane, and he was her he was her Samsonite limo driver. That's right. That's right. You ever um, had to, you ever do you ever have to have that moment? Uh, what moment? Meeting um, meeting someone in real life and going. I'm in love with you. You've never seen them before in your life. It's 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 true, true love at first sight, and then uh, and then they leave, and you think I'm never going to see you again. So you go, 
Goodbye, my love. And then run into the car in front of you. Um, no, but when I was a teenager, I was falling in love with people all the time and like going home after meeting them and just being like, my heart is breaking. I'm in love and I'll never see him again. That's what it was like a lot for me as a kid. I was falling in love with everybody all the time. I used to feel that way too as an adult, but I would say I I meet people now that I I rarely fall in love with people that I meet for a half a second. God, I feel like I fell in love with David even saying a word to people sometimes. Sometimes? Someone will walk by on the street and I'll go, oh my God, and I'll grab our wedding ring off my finger and I'm about to whip it right at their face. Mm -hmm. And then I... Take my love. Yeah, that's it. Um... Yeah, I don't really get that. It's funny because I don't really look at people and like, I never look at people and I'm like, I want to have sex with that person. I never feel that either. Really? really? Yeah, yeah no. Uh, have you always been like that? Yeah. Yeah, I've always needed some sort of personal connection. Doesn't take much. Mm. It can be... Uh, uh, can A high five and then you're like, let's fuck. Yeah, put it in me. <laughs> no. That high five, I'm ready. I'm willing. I'm open. I love the way you high five me. I'll open. Millie, that's my pork chop. Leave the food alone, dog. I like it because she looks like Lamb Chop, the puppet. She does look. Oh my God, she looks exactly like Lamb Chop. Yeah, but. Oh. Leave it. Let's stick our hand right up her butt and make her say words. She says words every time I come home. She goes, ah, ah, you're home. Ah, I've been waiting. Ah. That's what her bark sounds like. (laughs) She gets so excited. Hey, you love me. You love me so much. The listeners hate this. The listeners hate when we just start talking to our dogs and they can't see it. Um, I actually got emails from it. Really? Yeah. We get about three emails a a day saying, can you stop talking to the dogs? Really? And keep talking to us? Do we get them on Instagram? And is it actually because all you do is post Instagram uh, stories of dogs? I do have a bit of an addiction. Listen, if you want to see the dogs that we're talking to... Then you can follow my Instagram because I pretty much exclusively only post p- photos of dogs. You can also follow my Instagram because I do the same thing. But you could also follow my Instagram because my Instagram is better. Uh, your Instagram is definitely more polished, um, but you know mine's a little more raw and a little more real. Yeah, I'm to only, life to true life. True, true. I'm only posting the hottest photos of myself. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, I've noticed. But I look pretty fucking good. I mean, I. I mean, you look great all the when time. When do I never? When do I not look that good? As like all those photos. When do yeah. I not not look that good? Um, in when the I come, when I come, when I go, oh, that face, the, oh, my O face. No, I'm thinking of the face when you wake up and and you're like, huh, huh. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm not, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you do. I'll be like, I'll be like, hey, Jeremy, um, where does the keys? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> and then... Yeah, okay. I don't sound like fucking drunk Eeyore <laughs> yeah. when I'm waking up. Um, look, uh, we. I don't I don't really have much time. I feel bad because I like to kind of sit here and shoot the shit and give our listeners a little insight into our lives, but uh, uh, kind of got to run. So, um, but holy shit, do we have a great episode. I'm excited about this episode because uh, I wasn't anticipating... <coughs> um, I wasn't anticipating just like really feeling as uh, kind of kind of connected to the guest right. as I did. Why? I don't know. 
It's because he had tattoos on his Probably face? Probably because the tattoos on his face. I find some people might find that really intimidating. I find it really accessible. I'm like, <laughs> you have tattoos on your face. I can start up. I actually saw uh, Joshua in the uh, grocery store yesterday. Oh, yeah? And we acknowledged one another. Hello. Cool. Hello. Yeah. He's a sweet guy. And uh, it was nice to get to know him and uh, have a chat with him. But before we throw it to that episode, mm-hmm. uh, we do have a brain boner. And I'd like to read it. Bone it. Bone uh, it so at let's me. bone it. And maybe next week we can we can dive into. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on in my life. Um, life is stressful. Um, Aww, so maybe we can talk about that stuff next babe, week. Babe, you know what you should do? What should I do? You cuddle a puppy. Yeah. Well, I do that every day. And All right. So this comes in from uh, a listener who does want not want us to use uh, their name. So we're gonna call them Gilen. Classic. Hey, you sexy humans. I love you both more than you can know. What you guys are doing... Uh, I feel so weird reading like... You have to g- read the whole thing. Okay. What you guys are doing is amazing. It's opened my eyes to so much and helped me broaden my sexual awareness and s- some new goals for myself and set some new goals for myself. Apologies in advance if this is lengthy. Anywho, I'm a 27-year-old bisexual female from Ontario, Canada. I recently checked myself out of a seven-year monogamous relationship with a man. Before this relationship, and throughout it, with just my partner, I have enjoyed anal play and pegging men and women. Only giving, not receiving. I especially love being the first to peg someone who has never experienced it. I try my best to always be very respectful, gentle, and sensitive about it. I know very well it can be a nerve-wracking experience for the first time for a variety of reasons. I feel loved and happy when they trust me enough to take them through it. Sometimes I don't even care to physically get off during this interaction and instead just enjoy them enjoying themselves. So in short, I love doing butt stuff to others. However, I am deeply, deeply disturbed (laughs) by the idea of someone doing that to me in any way. It goes deeper than just not being my thing. The idea of it excites me and I have very occasionally engaged in very light butt play when I'm masturbating alone and enjoyed it a little. I know it can be very pleasurable. I know it can be a very, very pleasurable experience. I've tried to engage in anal play with others, but just before it begins, I start shaking and sweating and sometimes have a full panic attack and can't go through with it. I have reflected on this and had some thoughts. I've spent time throughout my life with some very, shall we say, shallow characters. All men, men who believe in engaging sexually with women until she lets them have anal sex and then disregarding them, discarding them. Afterwards, she is labeled a dirty slut, someone who will degrade themselves a fun night that you don't bring home to meet the parents. As though engaging in anal sex degrades you and makes you less of a person and woman. Now, having said that, I would be lying if I don't say I myself felt a kind of power over the people who I have pegged in that moment. Of course, I would never mockingly gloat about it or make them feel bad in any way, but I do secretly enjoy that feeling of having that dominance over them in some way. I just can't fathom someone feeling that way about me. I think this has gotten deep into my subconscious, and even though I'm aware of it, I can't seem to get past it. I've so far missed out on what I'm sure could have been some very pleasurable and loving experiences. It's something I will continue to work on no matter what. I at least want to be comfortable enough to try it with someone I trust and decide if it's something I like or not. Wondering what your thoughts are on this and if you can offer some advice from personal experience. 
Thanks so much for taking the time to read this. Even if you don't read it on the show, I so appreciate you both and what you're doing to open the conversation with channels about sex and all that it surrounds. XOXXO, please don't use my name. <laughs> um, cool. What do you think of that? Um, I think it's, I mean, it's interesting. It's um, like, I can't quite tell. I. It sounds like she wants to enjoy it yeah. but she doesn't yeah it's it yeah it sounds like she wants it but like but for whatever reason it subconsciously is just like blocked up um or perhaps due to shitty past experiences with our souls uh-huh yeah i mean i think the, the my nerves around you know usually are like <laughs> is is it safe like is it safe not like like will I get an STI? I mean that that's for sure you, you can. Um, but mine would be like, is it? Have I? What have I eaten today? When was the last time I yeah. had a bowel movement? Have I showered? Have I like cleaned up in there? Mm-hmm. And I think here's the thing. This is gonna be really fucking gross. But if you're in the shower and you soap up your babe, you soap I, up your hand. I know what you're gonna say. And you stick your finger up there. You're not supposed to do that. And clean it out. No, don't tell people. You'll often, you'll know whether or not you can put something else up there. All right, well, how about this, Bride? Look, no, hold on, hold on. All right, I'm glad you're giving some advice on the show, which <laughs> we are not professionals. No. Um, but here's the thing, and I'm pretty sure this is a thing, like a legit thing that you're just not supposed to do, which is put soap up your butthole. Has anyone Googled this? Well, fucking look it up. But listen, maybe instead of doing that... Just take a little bit of lube on your finger and stick that in your butt, and then check. And you can do that in the shower too. It doesn't have, like it doesn't have to be soap. I mean, I <laughs> use all natural soap, right? So it's fine to use soap on your anus, but if you want to clean out your rectum, get a bidet toilet seat. Yeah, that's what that's what it said. Yeah. See, and and that's what I'm saying. I don't I, I don't think you're supposed to put soap up in there because it fucks with your your, uh, your, your like bacteria. Your well, normal. I can tell you something. It has. No, I've had no butt problems, and I've been washing my butthole with soap for a while, at least a couple of years. <laughs> All right. Well, we're um, gonna agree to disagree okay. on that one. So, so okay. So, stick your finger in your ass. See if you see if you got a shitty butthole. <laughs> yeah, is what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Uh. I think other things that help are um like not going all the way with anal the first time like you have to go so slowly so mm-hmm. why not just get someone to like lick your butt for a minute and then see if you like that and then have them like move their finger around it and if you like that then you maybe get a little finger yeah. inside yeah again like i think her the her issue is like anything that surrounds her own butt with another partner is like is causing this this anxiety um, I, I was thinking about this and I was, it was kind of, you know, so she said that she, she's played with her own butt yeah. um, by herself while masturbating and, and it was like light touch and, and she kind of enjoyed it. Um, you know, maybe, maybe I would say if, if this is something like you, that you really want to try, um, for sure, don't like, don't rush into it with someone you don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, don't, don't do it with like a, a, a random one night hookup. Um, instead, maybe wait until you find like a partner that you really trust and like feel good with 
and 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 then start to take the steps to explore it. And I was thinking one of the first steps would would be um, letting your partner know that you have anxiety around anal play, but you're really into doing it, and then letting them know that while while we engage in sex today, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to play with my own ass, and I don't want you to add to that in any way. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, so now it's like, okay, I know that they're not going to do anything. It's fully in my control. I can stimulate myself. I can do this myself. And it feel, if it feels good, then debrief about it afterwards. Right. And if it feels good, don't like, maybe not even try to, just let the first time just be you. Yeah. And then the second time, maybe, you know, bring it up again and maybe, maybe it goes a little further. Um, but I feel like that, like that's probably one of the safest ways to go about it. Is like if it, if it feels good doing it yourself, mm-hmm. well then do it yourself. But have someone hanging out with you. Yeah, you know that's good advice. Mm. Yeah, I mean, also you don't have to do it. Yeah, it's like if you don't like it, fucking. Yeah, you, like like for example, um, I the idea of being peed on. Mm-hmm is really cool and I like that idea and I kind of would like to try it but I don't know if I'd like it well even more probably common is having your nipples played with like in sex and you don't like that I don't like that so that's okay but I have no problem playing with my own nipples Mm -hmm. you know I don't know I like I I would I would hope maybe I hope that maybe that helps yeah I Um, mean there was something else that I wanted to say though about that fuck what was it Oh, um, maybe this doesn't apply. That's okay. Well, when Becca and I first started seeing each other, yeah, um, she was really she she wouldn't let me shower with her, right? And because she had a lot of anxiety surrounding being in the shower with another with a partner, right? And um, I we you know we fell in love and it was something that she really wanted to to include in our in our like love life you know to have me be a part of her showering and uh so what we what we did when we started out was literally like she would go I'm going to go take a shower and I go okay cool uh I'm not going to come in with you but I'll just come in the bathroom and hang out yeah. and I just sit on the toilet and chat with her while she showered and and then, you know, slowly, like, so it, it really doesn't have to be this, like, fast yeah. rushing into this thing. It can be it can be a really slow process. Yeah, you definitely don't want to rush into the butt. Definitely not anal. No, you got to take that one slow. It's a funny little <coughs> uh, factoid, or maybe it's not, but I'm looking at Bustle. Um, it's what? website, bustle.com. Okay. What is what is that? What's um, Bustle? Good question. Um, I find a lot of our like a, like a news website kind of thing? stuff on it. Yeah, like looks like it's most it's I don't know. I don't know if it's super reputable, but it does cite uh, a med a PubMed uh, study that says um, um, that most uh, women women most likely to try anal are educated and rich. Hey, hey now. But then I clicked maybe, on that. Maybe uh, Ghislaine here is just poor and dumb. And so <laughs> I highly doubt it. I, I, I do too. I mean, that email podcast. is pretty well written. So Yeah. Hey, um, poor dumb people can like our podcast. Of course they can. Anybody could like it. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I don't think she's dumb. I don't think yeah. she is either. Yeah. But um, maybe she is. We don't know. We, we don't know her. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Oh, uh, Bustle also suggests that you, uh, if you're a drinker, um, if you like alcohol, then having a drink can also help sort of relax your Oh, dude, muscles. Uh, poppers. There you go. Go get some poppers. That shit relaxes your butthole. Well, maybe she doesn't need a butthole relaxing, but... <laughs> Now we're now we're now we're we're literally uh, promoting the use of, of drugs like, and alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to try Fuck butt so. stuff? Get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> not, probably not because she's educated and smart, rich. smart yeah. and educated. Yeah, right yeah. and rich. Um, well, All we right. hope this helps, Gilan. I hope you know, just like you know, take it slow and maybe finger yourself, and then who knows? Maybe one day you'll you'll be getting. Do you think that? You'll be getting double penetrated in the butt at the same time by a woman and a man, someone with a penis and someone with a strap on. You know what? Um, um, do you think that that Feist song, uh, take it slow, take it easy, easy on me, me. spread take some light, spread some light, right in my butt. Yeah, stick I it think up that's about, I into think. my butt, not with soapy fingers, make she, sure it's not soapy, mumbled. I don't I want my rectum filled with that soapy boopy, ba-do-ba-do-do-do. Yeah, it actually is, because my moon and me, not as good as we've been, oh, yeah. it's the dirtiest clean, I know, oh, my it God. is about anal. Jesus Christ, Feist. Yeah. I knew, I. Uh, she's someone who I fell in love with at first Listen. Yeah, you know what? I fell in love with her. She was singing "O Canada," and she was singing "O Canada" so hot, with so a hot. bunch of other singers, and everyone else was like standing on guard, the way the song says. But she was like, she was sitting, bopping around. She was sitting. She was her, like shrugging she her took shoulders. A knee. She took one shifting knee. her weight. I was like, she's cute. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, let's throw it to this week's episode. Uh, we spoke with a, a local tattoo artist, um, Joshua Dobbs. Um, and uh, if if you if you're not familiar with his work, go check out his Instagram. I think it's Josh Dobbs Art or Joshua Dobbs Art. And uh, his 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 work is his artwork is just breathtaking. It might not be your style of of tattoos. You know, there's lots of different styles of tattoos. He does a lot of like portrait work, stuff like that. Really realism, a lot of realism. Cool. Fuck, it's beautiful. All black work, and it's uh, it's really cool. So it was cool to have him in here. I'm a big fan of tattoos. Big fan of him and his work. And uh, yeah, it was great to talk to him. It was fun. He's a funny guy. Yeah. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. And see you on the other side. Goodbye, my love. Uh, I prefer Joshua or Dobbs, but you can okay. call me whatever you want. Okay. Most people just call me Josh because that's like assumed. Okay. Joshua? Yeah. Whatever. Do you prefer whatever. Joshua? I prefer Dobbs or Joshua. Really? Yeah. I like Josh. I went to school with two Joshuas. Um, I didn't really know them that well, but I thought they had a cool name. I don't jo- Josh is just such a common name. that It like, is. You'll be in the mall and you'll just hear some mother yelling like, Josh! Yeah. <laughs> you turn around. <laughs> yeah, like, right. There's always one around. <laughs> yeah. we're, there was one time where we heard someone yell Bridie 
um, and he was in a dog park, and they were yelling at their dog. I was walking through <laughs> Trinity Bellwoods Park in Toronto, and I had just smoked a joint, and I was walking through the park, and I hear someone yelling my name, and I'm like, what? That's terrifying. Yeah, and uh, I get to the bottom of the hill, and there's this woman standing there with a empty leash in her hand and i was like she was like yeah that's my that's my dog's name was i with you no man isn't that isn't that i've told you the story enough times that you think you were there isn't that the most fucking crazy thing Mm -hmm. about memories Mm -hmm. is like you you can hear a story you can hear a story enough and literally believe you were i i you can't trust your memories i vividly remember that (laughs) day (laughs) No, you don't. <laughs> Fuck me. But you have a very good imagination. I guess I do. Yeah. I don't know. Am I alone in that? Like, like, have you ever, do you ever no, feel that? It? definitely like, happens. Yeah. And if your imagination is strong enough that you could like visualize an image of it and then you hear the story enough times, it's not much different than a real than a real. Or, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Or like a dream. You ever like wake up from a dream and you've had this like experience in the dream for sure. You think it happened in real life. Until you re- like somehow realize, one hundred percent. That's that's such a fucking. And it, trip. your body releases the same like chemicals. So if it's like a dream where you're angry at somebody, it's like totally legit that you wake up and you're still angry at them because or, your body has yeah. been through the experience of being angry with them. Or like a sex dream that's not like like a weird sex dream. Yeah. Like a really real. Right. Dream of just like the jealousy dreams when you wake up oh, and your partner's mad at you yes. because you cheated on them in their dream. Oh, fuck <laughs> the worst. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And what's so funny is that even if it's a dream, if you say it to if like if I told Becca that I had a dream about like someone else last night, yeah. like you don't want them to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like it'll ruffle the feathers. Yeah. Or like saying, why or, are like, you dreaming about that person? Yeah. I feel like it's probably part of like the collective unconscious. Like maybe that other person was dreaming about having sex with you, oh. so it <laughs> yeah, accessed right. you in the dream. So dimension. you were basically just astral so traveling. You were, you were there for it because you were part of her thought, but yeah. it wasn't your thought. It did they happen, you- but in a different dimension. That's right. They so you're like, baby, you you're like, don't be mad at me. It wasn't me. It was her. She was dreaming about having <laughs> yeah. sex with me. Yeah. yeah maybe right. we should call her up. Get yeah. her over here for this conversation. <laughs> exactly. What she thinks she's doing. Yeah. Uh, well, Joshua, I'm stoked that you're you're uh, you're here. That you're down to to come in and talk. Um, uh, we met uh, at a tattoo parlor that you were working at, and you were you were working on a client, and we all just kind of like were talking about podcasting, and you were talking about how much you love podcasts. Love it. And uh, so the other day, Brady and I were like, "Who can we have on the show?" And I was like, oh, "Fuck, man, we could ask Josh if he wants Joshua." If he wants to come on the show. Hey, bro, call me whatever you I'm want. I'm calling you Joshua. I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, I want it to stick. People who really know me call me Dobbs. Dobbs. Yeah. Okay. All right, fuck. But, yeah. what, but whatever you no, want. I like Dobbs. If you want to be classy, we can go Joshua. Joshua feels, yeah. feels good on the I was always really envious of people that got, got, got like cool ass names to be called by. Like nobody ever calls me. McLean? Yeah. Well, I grew up McFadden, so McFadden was oh, yeah. okay. But then my little sisters are all athletes, so they all get called McFadden. Yeah, but. I wish I had a really cool name, like Stone Leathersmith or something. <laughs> there are some rad, like, you know, Stone brick Leather layer. Smith. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> you, could, you could call yourself Imagine on you Tinder, want. you're swiping through and you Stone. see a picture of me, Stone Leathersmith. <laughs> With just covered in face and head tattoos. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
um might yeah. change my instagram handle I, yeah. yeah there you go um i love those uh those games you get on the internet that like get, get passed around on facebook where like take the, your the first letter of your whatever and your last letter of whatever and there's your pirate name yeah that's my favorite well, what's the porn star name it's the uh name of the street you grew up on and your and the f- name of your first, first pet. pet first pet and the name of the street you grew my up first on. pet's name was frizz Yes. And the street I grew up on was Hair Street, so it would just be <laughs> frizz hair, <laughs> purely pube porn, just giant, giant muff. <laughs> That's so good. That's good. What's yours again, Louis? Mine's er- <laughs> Louis. I wish Eric Hallmark. Oh yeah, that's such pretty a good strong. One. It's pretty strong. Eric name. Hallmark. Oh, yeah, that sounds God. like a poet name. Or yeah. Something. yeah, mine is uh, <laughs> Tasha Spring Valley. That's actually kind of porny. That yeah. is pretty porny. Way. Yeah. yeah. Tasha Spring Valley. Can you just that's that's a, that's a water sports uh, <laughs> that's a water sports name for sure. Definitely. What, are you what doing? is Millie doing? Millie, what are you doing? She. She's a little weirdo. She hasn't really been outside yet today. Yeah, she's probably just like stir crazy. Um. So we met at <laughs> that was super long winded, but we met at the <laughs> at the shop, uh, and you decided to come in, which is sweet. Um. But you you were just you just said you you were married were married. Yeah, I was married, married for about seven years. Still am in the proce- divorce process. Okay. Yeah. Um, seven years. And you got a kid, right? I have a kid, not with my wife. But, okay. But uh, she had a son, and uh, he lived with us full time, so mm-hmm. it's basically like a second kid for me. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, and your your kid that you, your biological child, uh, was that just from like a previous relationship, like a, a girlfriend or? Uh, no, it's a little more complicated than that. It, his mom's actually a lesbian, and... Uh, that's actually why I live in Halifax. I was I was living in Ontario, and I came here for my first tattoo convention. It was the the <laughs> Halifax Tattoo Festival, and I uh, admitted to sex with uh, with his mom a few times, and then I went back to Ontario, and uh, she called me and told me she was pregnant. Whoa! So I kind of just like shut my life down and came out came here. back yeah. to be a dad. Yeah. So this was before your marriage. Yeah, I okay. met I met my wife out here. Oh, okay, probably okay. about a year or two after I came out here. Well, let's can we start with the fact that the father the 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 mother of your child is a lesbian, but you you guys had sex. Right. How does that work? I mean, I hope she'd be okay with me talking about all this. We're we're very cool now. Like we have a great relationship now, but it was rocky for a while. Right. right. So I wouldn't want to like say something that would upset her. No, we don't. Of we, course. But yeah. um, yeah. Well, like when we met, obviously there was some partying involved, and. Uh, yeah, she she had just said like I I haven't wanted to uh, sleep with a man for seven years, but I want to sleep with you. And I was like, that's very open minded. Right, Fun. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. she want? Did she want a baby at all? Do you think that maybe there was like some biological thing in her that made her want to have sex with you? That was like, yeah, you maybe you want to have a baby. I think that's possible. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah definitely I possible. think it's possible that there were maybe some intentions there of mm-hmm. getting getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um. But either way, it's fine for me. Intentions gotta, of getting pregnant, or like, like her body was just ticking and going, "Ooh, I could." Oh, do, like I could, are we talking could, conscious or subconscious? Subconscious, <laughs> like I could procreate, you know. Sort yeah, of part I mean, of that cycle. I, I think that there's something, honestly. Like I've felt it a couple of times as a. Because like you don't want a kid. But there's been a couple of times as a as what like with this body and this like chemistry that I've been like. Um, I don't want a child, but if I did, I would choose those genes right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or subconsciously in my mind, after I've gone home and thought about like, why why would I suddenly just be like, come inside me right now? Um, would be because like, maybe subconsciously, 
I'm like, my body's like, this is a good person to like procreate with. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. So, I think I felt that last night. I was on a date last night and uh, the bartender at the bar I was at, mm-hmm. he was the most fucking strikingly handsome man I've ever seen in my life. You that were like was a total stud. And I literally was like, God, I wish he could impregnate me. Like, <laughs> I, I wish I could spread his his genes. He, oh, holy God. shit, it was insane. I've never uh, seen this guy in my life, and I was Jimmy, just like, "Who is this fucking guy?" We need to guy? go back to Sex Ed One Hundred and One. Apparently, <laughs> with oh, you, right? It doesn't work that way. No. Fuck. There's definitely something to all that, because like I don't mm-hmm. want any more kids, but like there is something about coming in somebody mm-hmm. who you know isn't on birth control. Yeah, that just feels. So right, yeah. There's like a there's like a primalistic animal, like yeah. It's just like the ultimate form of sex. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like yeah, really doing it. Yeah, I I can't. So I'm sterile. Always followed by fuck. by smacking the forehead. Yeah, right. I'm sterile. I can't get anyone pregnant by doing that. But I st- even even knowing that, I still get that sensation of like yeah, it's an yes, evolutionary I am, trait. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I'm this doing is dangerous. it. Dangerous. <laughs> Living on the edge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does feel great. Yeah, it I does. Say. How does it feel? It feels great. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I don't... Does it ever, like, can... sting? <laughs> yeah. You it's know? Like, did you just shoot me? Yeah. <laughs> um, pushun, pushun. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> no, it never feels like that. I think it's it's probably made up. I don't actually think you can actually feel... It, but then to be fair, there's really? like this, there's this, this like butterfly sort of feeling that happens immediately after. But I don't know if that's like a psychological thing or if that's actually like physiologically, like I can feel right. sperm swimming around or whatever. I don't Maybe know. it's like the adrenaline of just like, oh, fuck, like, yeah. what did I just do? Like, when you're about to do something, like, yeah, that feeling, bungee comes like, jump, and you get the like, oh, exactly. Like, maybe you get a feeling like that after you let somebody come in you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's funny because I we did this like a uh, conference back in Toronto like a hundred years ago, and um, basically th- one of their messages was like everything reduces down to survival at like the most basic level. All your fears, all your desires, everything is about living and not dying, 100%. and. Um, so I when I think about one even these like little moments of of. Uh, of of sex like that too, the same thing. It's like I'm, gonna, I'm either gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna live and 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 live forever through my offspring, oh, or the line or yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Here's a cool fact. 
A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Josh, Joshua uh, Dobbs, um, you, uh, <laughs> so you, you, uh, what was what was like young Dobbs like? Oh, um, I feel like you've you've probably had a pre. Were you born with those tattoos? Yeah, I was. Yeah. You know what? Like, I this might be a horrible generalization. People can't see you, so if they don't know who you are, uh, they don't realize that you are covered in tattoos, including your face and your head. I don't um, even think about it most of the time. Yeah, until it's, somebody and, brings it up, and and of course you don't think about it because it's on you. But like everybody who sees you. It's like one of the first things that they think about, unless they yeah. surround themselves with people who, you know, like are really heavy in tattoo culture. And yeah, in like my world, normalized. But even in my world, it's kind of like, whoa, man, extreme. Yeah, yeah. like that butterfly that you just recently got. Mm-hmm. I remember I was like, whoa, that's like creeping real. Like it's so close to his nose. I'm closing in. I <laughs> I'm wondering, like, is what. At what point did you start to like uh, decide to just cover yourself in ink? Um, was that like a young thing, or did that kind of happen a little more? Really? Okay. Yeah, I was a really weird kid. I was like in elementary school. I was like bullied a lot. Really weird. Would like I would like show up to school in like silver pants, thinking like everybody's gonna think these silver pants are so cool. Like <laughs> I just wanted to be like different all the time and stuff. But like would usually be received in a different way. Right. And like, yeah, as, lo- as young as I could remember, I remember like trying to tattoo myself with green pen ink when I was like, I don't even know, like 12, like sitting in my room. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then like hand poking stuff in my leg when I was like 13. When and did you my- get your first legit tattoo? My first like tattoo in a shop, I was 16. Okay. But like before that I had built a homemade tattoo machine I took a part of VCR. Like my parents finally got a DVD player. I was like the last one to get a DVD player. I'm old, right? I'm 30, 32. I'm 34. Yeah. Calm down. Well, you. I just um, mean like to, <laughs> yeah. to somebody who's listening. And <laughs> right, yeah. They're like, what do you mean got a DVD player? Yeah, right. It's like all these like 22-year-olds. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we finally got a DVD player. So we had this old VCR just kind of laying in the basement. And I started taking it apart. And I saw there was the rotary motors in it that spin the... Uh, the film on, yeah, yeah, on, right. on the cassette and I took that all apart wired it up basically just built like a prison tattoo machine and started tattooing myself and my friends and stuff Whoa. When, I was, when I was really young yeah do, do you still have like did any of that last oh yeah I've do you still it all you, over me yeah man. and are they just garbage just fucking terrible <laughs> yeah right Every, everybody I know in the industry laughs at me when I take my shirt off because I just have so many bad tattoos right. you gotta learn somehow I like it yeah, yeah. I, I love the look of a shitty tattoo yeah right like I not to sound like egotistical but like I do good tattoos but for some reason I, I love like getting shitty tattoos yeah almost like you know Deant word like, yeah yeah, like yeah just something about that look of just all those like 
shitty like it almost looks like russian prison tattoos it, it like, does I, yeah i love that it is a very unique uh, aesthetic it is very like it is very prison tattoo-y 100 yeah, yeah for sure that's definitely what it's emulating yeah well, what were what'd your parents think of all this they were terrified yeah they thought there was something <laughs> wrong with me for sure they probably wanted to like josh is a serial killer honey i'm, I'm pretty sure joshua uh, dobbs is a serial killer <laughs> like I, I was a really like loving sweet kid like really nice yeah. like but i was fucked at the same time like completely out of my mind i mean i still am i still am kind of that way i'm a really like warm loving person right. but i'm also like i'm insane it, it, so I, I, is that okay to say i don't yeah, want to like i think it's totally insane okay to i don't know if that's like one of those well, trigger it is, words it is now like, i am on a podcast so you can say whatever you want on our podcast um with regards to that i i when when uh somebody told i i use a cue sometimes when i'm teaching yoga i'll say engage your muscles like crazy and i was told a few weeks ago that i i probably shouldn't say that and i was like but I have family members in mental institutions. Can yeah, I get a green? Yeah. Can I get a green card? On I, that? you know what? I'm all for I'm all for respecting people's needs and and wants. Um, there's a line, though. but there, yeah, there's there's you know what? There's not every single word intention and and um, intention is everything. Hundred percent. So so I don't think uh, so. No, you you didn't. I'm offend. the kind of person that in normal life I will say stuff that's like way over the top so almost I, like i feel a social responsibility to take it back yeah right. gotta take it back yeah, yeah i uh i find myself in that scenario quite like, a bit um uh yeah so and you're in a public way yeah it's really tricky like how do you yeah. feel about the c word i love it as a woman cuck uh, yeah <laughs> it's uh you know, as a cuck, I... You know what? I will say, I will say that I do... The only time that I'm not crazy about that word um, is... Is it just anger behind it? Yeah. Yeah. But what I, if someone's like, sup, cunt? Yeah, I don't mind that. Yeah, right. Like yeah. if you're in Australia? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Your is ready, cunt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody. yeah that's right. Or, or in Ireland, like my stepdad uses it all the time. Oh, he's a... He's a well, yeah, I was just in London and I heard the word cunt like every flung five around, minutes. Yeah, all the time. And I was like, this is so nice. But people act like it's like if you say that not even to a person, like if you say that around a person, a lot of or when I say person, a woman mm-hmm. usually are the ones who get offended by that word. People with cunts. People with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see, you can say that. I can't. Yeah. No, I but know. Like, and you're like, why, though? Like, why? Why? Why I don't you, know. I, I, because because it's I think you know the same reason that a lot of words are trigger words. They've been it's been used as a weapon yeah. for a long time and and it, it, and it's just it it has it may, maybe that maybe it's, it's been used hard. as a weapon it's for harsh. a long time. But it also just wasn't. I I think it really has more to do with the fact that it wasn't a part of our our everyday colloquial language. I, I you know, looked like, up the derivative to it the other day. Because I it was having a conversation. It has quite a beautiful history. Yeah, and it doesn't even have like a... I can't remember exactly what it yeah. was, but it was... It, there was nothing negative about it. No, well, it's yeah. it's actually a pretty powerful and yeah. his, a word historically, like quite beautiful. And um, but I, I agree with you. I don't... I mean, I'm on the same page. I read things. I'm like, ah, I know that now, but then I can't recall it in a conversation. I do love the word though. It's it's a it's a it's it's a it's a, it's a delicious word. Have I, you ever seen the vagina good. monologues? It, no. There's a, a monologue in there called "Reclaiming Cunt," and Ooh. it is a, just as <coughs> person. The monologue is basically just like making love to this word, Ooh. and it's 
very sexy. Ooh. I don't find it sexy in like a sexual like, like context. Like dirty talk? Yeah, yeah that no. would be terrible. Like, yeah, know. like lick my cunt. Ooh. Like, yeah, I know. It's a little, he- it's a little like heavy. It. Yeah. You don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's too Even much the word muscle. twat, that one's kind of... That's weird. Twat like, is a weird one. It twat sounds too diet much like cunt. toilet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> diet <laughs> cunt. <laughs> I like that. Uh, let's title the episode Di- Diet Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are uh, like, I don't know. I don't know if you're allowed to put cunt on Apple Podcasts. I should look. You probably up. have to spell it with like a star. Or something. Maybe, maybe, but you know what? I feel like um, maybe the girls from Guys We Fucked have titled episodes with content for sure. Well, they definitely post start out that like on their Instagram stuff. They'll they'll send like um, they'll post photos of the headlines of emails that they get, and right. that'll be in there all the time. Yeah, sure. Um, so as a a, a weird kid, a, a, an insane kid, as you as you put it before we went on that tangent. Um, how did that? Uh, how did how did your like early uh, sexual evolution kind of look? You know, like what what's your what's your sexual origin story? Wow, that's a pretty uh, pretty heavy one. But um, looking back, I mean, I lost my virginity to a much older girl when I was like thirteen. She was eighteen, I think. Okay, seventeen or eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was she your babysitter? Uh, my sister's friend. Okay. My, yeah, my older sister's friend. That's it. That's a. That's like a, a a pretty common fantasy, I think. And it's, like when I was growing up, yeah, it was awesome. To me, my my fantasy growing up was I wanted to have sex with Brian McNamara's sister's friends. Brian McNamara lived across the street from me, mm-hmm. and, and he had sis- an older sister. And he had an older sister. Yeah, and all of Julianne's friends would come over, and I was like, man, it'd be so fun if like Megan just took me into the room back room there and. The first and made sex with me. The first time I think was like our families had like a camp in like the same trailer park, and the first time like when I lost my virginity, it was like on a beach at night while we were all just kind of like playing in this trailer park, mm-hmm. and I was with my homie, and I was like, "You gotta like do something so nobody knows what me and her are doing." So he literally just ran in circles. <laughs> around us while we like awkwardly add sex in a sleeping bag while I'm like trying to like shove it in the right hole that is and she's like barely wet and it was you know what I mean it was just like awkward that's hilarious but then later on because she was like a friend of my sister she would like she would like come stay at the house and like everybody would go to bed and she'd like so this is an ongoing sexual relationship come down to my room and like nice yeah it was fucking dope yeah and uh taught me a lot of things you know yeah. what I mean? When you're young, like the first time you go to eat pussy, you're like, like we didn't have the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Like Pornhub back then. It's like first time you go to eat pussy, you're like trying to like fuck it with your tongue. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah, what I right. mean? Yeah. They're like, no, no, no. Like it was kind of nice like sleeping with a, someone a bit older and her being like, no, listen, sweetheart, this is, <laughs> it's called the clitoris. You know what I mean? And she knew that at 17, 18? I, am I doing the, you know what I mean a lot? I have this really bad habit. I'm going to make a supercut of all the, you know what I means. <laughs> yeah. And, I'd like uh, to apologize <laughs> for those. Cause I've been called out on that before. <laughs> I'll, I'll make a point to somebody and they'll like agree. They're like, yeah. And then even still, I'm like, you know what, you I, know mean? what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I hate though is when someone says, does that make sense to you? A lot. I'm like, that sounds like you think Very, I'm stupid. Yeah. Sounds facetious. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so anyways, that was um, how it started. And then like, I, I had some weird stuff too. Like I, I remember even way younger than that. Like when I was like, a, I don't toddler, would toddler be the age if you're like seven? You're probably uh, past seven, eight. I think toddler's like 
three. You're yeah, toddling. So I was yeah. like seven or eight, and yeah. there was this girl who lived in a house behind us. And I remember I was playing in the yard, and it was one of those situations where she was kind of like, show me yours, and I'll show you mine. And we were little kids, and we, like, showed each other our stuff, and then we, like, mashed them together a bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. this is, like, pre-puberty, like, yeah. no erection, like, just, like, mashed our stuff together for a bit. And then it, it was the 90s, and I remember there was this commercial, and it was, like, if you have unprotected sex, you will get AIDS. Right. Yeah, then, right. So I was like seven years old and I thought I had had unprotected sex with this girl and oh, saw no. this commercial. And I remember thinking for like a year and a half that I had AIDS <laughs> as a little kid, as like a little kid. Meanwhile, thinking, you're, you're giving yourself prison tats. Yeah. In the, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even like, got a beard I've, yet. I've got AIDS. And I've got AIDS. Yeah, I've got I had unprotected sex with this girl in the backyard, even though like there was no penetration. Like we just literally like rubbed her yeah, when I was a little yeah. kid. Like I, I think like right from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of had like some w- just weird sexual stuff happened all throughout my life. Yeah. Like, right. Sexual injuries and stuff. I fractured my dick. No, a couple you didn't. Times. Twice. <gasps> I did. I did once a few months ago. What? Oh my god. It Is it w- one jobs. of those injuries where like if you have it once, you're more likely to? Have I did it, it again. once when I was 18. <laughs> once a few months ago at like 32. Oh. Okay. What does that look like? Yeah. Like, that is one of my biggest fears. That and um, root canals are the two things in my life that I don't ever want to experience. It was, I think it was probably because my erection wasn't fully hard, so it was easier to like... Bend. Bend. So like what happened is uh, one of my friends came over and um, I was really tired and she wanted to fool around and I was like going down on her and I was like do you want me to uh make you finish this way or do you want me to like stop and we'll have we'll have sex and make you finish while we're having sex and uh she's like no no like make me come so I made her come and then I like kick back and like she she starts blowing me I came and I'm like sweet we both came I'm tired like I'm kicked back. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. yeah right. Thank you. And um, she just kind of looks at me and she's like, you got more work to do. Uh-huh. And I was like thinking in my head, like, oh, my God, like I asked you, like I took care. Like we're both taken care of. <laughs> but I was like, whatever. Like if you're going to like challenge me like that, of course. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll get another one out. So we have sex. I come again. I kick back. I'm completely exhausted at this point. I came twice. And um she just kind of like looks at me like, still not finished. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. So I like get it up again. We're having sex again. By the third time, like by the third time you're trying to like get a nut out, you have to be fucking like the weight of the world is on your shoulders to yeah. get that nut out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not happening easy like, yeah. after you just came twice. You're just sweating bullets. You're sweating. You're just huffing. Hammer time. Yeah, right. Fucking right. can't touch this. Yeah. And um, <coughs> so I'm just giving her, and I guess my because I just came a couple times, my dick wasn't as hard, so it was a little bendy, and it I kind of pulled out too far and just hit her butt cheek, <sighs> boom! It like bends to the side. Oh my god, dude! I'm like, oh fuck! And she's like, oh my god, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's not your fault. Put it back in her. We finished still. Oh my god, dude! I'm like, okay, I'm good. I wake up the next morning. My dick just kills. I'm like, whatever. It's just because I bent it a bit. It'll get better in a couple days. Next day, I'm having sex with 
another pal, pal, one of my friends, and um, we had sex a couple times, and like I was like, I think my dick's broken, cause like when it when it got hard, it was it was painful when it was flaccid, but when it got hard. Just like any kind of pressure, bending it in any direction, it literally felt like a sprained ankle on it, my dick. But it, but it, it was okay. So but it, but it didn't have like a it didn't have like a weird bend in it or like a, not like, at that point. Oh fuck! Just dude. pain. So I go to the doctor. I talk to him about it. Um, it was hilarious. The doctor fist bumped me. It was, it, it was, he was like this older, like, I want to say like East Indian fellow. I don't want to assume his race or anything, but I think, sure. I think he was East Indian older guy. So you could like picture the, uh, mm-hmm. I shouldn't do like a crude accent or anything. Yeah. But like the first thing he asked me when I go in talking about all this pain in my dick is he's like, he assumes like I have an STI, right? Mm-mm. So, uh, he's like, exactly how many sexual partners do you have right now? And I, I told him I shouldn't do the accent yeah, yeah. but I'm gonna do it anyway <laughs> well just to paint the picture of the yeah. hilarity of the situation sure 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 because he was like this this girl is she uh, your girlfriend do you know her very well like you know what I mean like kind of asking like mm-hmm. is this somebody you think you might have caught something from right yeah and I was like well it's not like one person that I'm sleeping with and then he was like well how many sexual partners do you have and I and I told him just kind of like where I was at the general scenario yeah. and uh he looks at me and puts his fist out and goes, maybe take it easy, huh? And he, like, fist bumps me. Oh, oh my God. Kind of like, slow down, buddy. Take some time off. And this yeah. was when my wife and I just split up, so I was going ham. Yeah. I'm not in that phase of my life anymore at all. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and uh, they checked me all out, peed in a cup. I was good. I didn't have any kind of sexually transmitted infection or anything. Mm-hmm. They chalked it down to like, yeah, I basically fractured my penis. So what happens is when it's hard, it bends. I guess it can like stretch a capillary out or something. <sighs> so then that turns into like, like fills up with blood. Yeah. And forms like a blood clot. So I basically had like a giant like lump on the right side of my dick. Oh my God, dude. And then it took probably Did you about have to a, drain it? Like no, a, it took oh. about a month of just like it slowly like going away. And then what's fucked Holy shit. is I researched it and it said that when that happens, the blood clot that forms in your penis can travel to other parts of your body and kill you. <laughs> and about <laughs> about about two months after that, about two months after, if you look at my nose, I used to have a really straight nose and now it's got a lump a in bump, it yeah. and like a little scar. Oh my yeah. God, is that And it's because blood? like, well, I don't know if it's related. But two months after, I'm I'm in my condo. I get this crazy pain in my stomach. Worst thing I've ever felt in my life. Thought maybe I was about to have diarrhea or something. So I stood up, start walking down the hallway to the bathroom, wake up on the floor 20 minutes later. I just completely went unconscious. Oh, my God. Bashed my face off the floor, broke my nose, huge concussion. Oh, my God. So then I was completely disoriented. I didn't really know what had happened. It took me a while to figure out because of, like, I was so concussed. Yeah. I thought thought it was morning and I fell asleep on the floor. But what had happened is the pain in my stomach had made me facovagal, I guess. And um, so I go to the hospital and they were, like, asking me questions about, like, what may have caused it. And I was like... So, like, a couple months ago, I broke my dick, and I had a blood clot in my dick, and I don't know if it's related, but, like, maybe it was, like, the blood clot traveling to my stomach, and that's what the pain was, and why I went unconscious, and they're just kind of, like, they're laughed like, at don't me. don't be they're insane. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah <laughs> stop being crazy. You have face tattoos. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, don't be a pussy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That's, uh, man, that sucks. Yeah. That really sucks. 
Yeah, I've I've had like a I think I've had a close call to 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 like a fractured penis. Yeah. Cuz I mean, I think every every person with a penis who's who's had uh, who's had sex has at least had that 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 situation come up once at least where there's like the oh, you know, like you kind of someone like comes down on it too hard or or you pu- you push in and you miss and and it's a it is a frightening it's like your butthole puckers up so tight and you like your whole body clenches but it's such a split second and then you're like oh god you're like thank god it's oh, okay that, yeah, yeah sometimes it's sometimes not okay sometimes it's not yeah <laughs> oh man the funniest part was i kept trying to have sex yeah they're like take take like Just let it stop. heal until it's totally fine and i was like i got a trip to jamaica booked <laughs> in like 3 weeks like you know what Literally I mean? to a I gotta sex do club. some physiotherapy. Yeah. I can't just let this <laughs> physiotherapy. Yeah. Well, that makes sense to me. But so I, I had only gentle sex. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If I had sex, I'd just be straight up with them. I was, I, I broke my dick. Yeah. One of my friends, she kept calling me Lil Sprain. She was like, <laughs> said that was my new rap name, Lil Sprain. <laughs> yeah. She still calls Maybe me that's that the sometimes. Name of the episode. <laughs> Lil Sprain. Yeah. I was like, I was like slightly above average Sprain. Thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so you, what's your, what's your situation now? Like, are you, are you single? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And are you, are you dating? I know that, I know that you, you've like struggled on and off with like sobriety and you've, you've had like a pretty sort of like varied party life and, and right Mm -hmm. now you're on this like pretty hardcore clean kick. Yeah. Does that also include like promiscuous sex? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. Um, one I get some like I'm in this phase right now where I'm not really having a lot of like I'm still having sex obviously but not like I was with like a bunch of partners and like I'm almost going through this phase and I think it's because I'm like newly back on my sobriety really hard and I'm like hyper aware of everything where I almost like overthink everything mm-hmm. and I've been like when I sleep with somebody new lately I almost get like nervous okay you know what I mean but it's a, I've nervous gone, in, in like in what regards? Like nervous? just like overthink things and yeah. like almost like it almost makes it like not worth it, right? You know what I mean? Like, do you, you know what I, I mean? Do you, I do know, you know what I, I mean. I do actually know what you mean. Do you find do you find that that affects your ability to like to perform a hundred percent? I so okay. So I think I I maybe did I tell talk to you about this? No, I didn't. I think you and I have talked about this before. But when Bridie and I opened up our relationship and we started seeing people, um. I was so in my head about the situation that yeah, I couldn't get hard. Yeah, that's I would get like I would get like a probably like a you know like a semi hard erection, uh, definitely like um, uh, dick fracture territory, like risk mm-hmm. risk factor way higher. Um, but I could I could like not just get hard. I couldn't get up. I had a threesome because a few I'm so weeks in my ago, and that happened to me. It's and it's happened to me in threesomes as well. Yeah, it's like I have two beautiful girls. One of them I had already slept with. A bunch of times mm-hmm. super comfortable the other one's like my friend super comfortable and you're in like this situation where you're like this is amazing like this is you're almost like sitting there looking down at it like this is everything 12 year old me yeah. knew i'd be doing this yeah, when exactly. i was 30 like i'd be high-fiving myself through interdimensional time right now mm-hmm. but because it's so you're like it's so awesome it's so incredible this is such a great opportunity i love when this happens you better make this amazing Oh my God! What if you lost your erection? And then you start to like, and just once it's in your, in your head, head, you're fucked. Yeah. But I mean, just at first, and then yes. you get it going, and then yeah, you're good. Right. Yeah. Or like sometimes I'll have that if I um if I meet a girl and I'm like, 
oh, this is somebody I would actually like have a relationship with. Like, I really like this person. Then sometimes that'll happen the first time. Yeah. 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 That's it. I, I'm glad I'm not alone in that. If it's like somebody I really, really like, I really don't want that to happen. Yeah. Then it'll happen. Yeah. Right. If it's somebody that you're like, whatever, I don't care if that happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really care what they think about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it would never happen. But yeah, so I, I am single right now. And okay. And I'm not being super promiscuous because I'm just, yeah, I'm focusing more on the sobriety and exercise yeah. and just getting my mind right. Good. Well, uh, Congrats on that. Yeah. Um, one of the questions that I have about like being single, and and this, I hope it's okay that, that I continuously come back to like your tattoos because I find it. Yeah, it's fine. I'm pretty it. pretty fascinating. But um, do you do you find that in you know whether it's through Tinder or Bumble or or even just like meeting people um, in in public um, that like people have a preconceived notion that you're like maybe some sort of like freak in the sheets kind of thing because you got tattoos all over your face and i am kind of a freak right okay but i'm also like the complete opposite (laughs) of that i love both sides Mm -hmm. i like being really weird and doing butt stuff and like i really like making animal noises being a freak i'm not super into like bondage or like the like the like abusive side of set i Mm -hmm. shouldn't say abusive but i just mean like the whole like a lot of people get really turned on by like sadism and, and violence. Ma- and, yeah, masculine. that doesn't really turn me on. More the the dirtiness, mm. like being filthy. Yeah, right. But I also really love like some 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 Ryan Gosling Notebook. Yeah, right. Rachel sure. McAdams. Some like, love making. Some love making. A hunt. Oh man, that's the best. Yeah, I almost like that better. Are you? An but I do attract a demographic of women, for the most part, who assume like. Like, I have so many girls who I sleep with, and I've known them for, like, three days, and they're like, I want you to pee on me. <laughs> like, I attract, oh, wow. I attract women who want to get peed on, and mm-hmm. that's not even my thing. I'll do it. Like, I'm a pleaser. How many people have you peed on? Under 10? <laughs> that's, that's good enough. That's more than most. But, I, like I said, it's not my thing. It's not like yeah. I'm like, oh, damn, I want to I pee on her. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> drip, drip. <laughs> remix edition um how many people have you peed on uh two man i gotta stop not my thing either i haven't peed on anyone i, I pee on becca in the shower um, yeah i peed on somebody in the shower and i don't tell her <laughs> yeah um, same thing so totally same thing. <laughs> yeah. uh yeah I but yeah they take one look at me and they're like this guy pisses on people yeah or like say it's somebody that like a friend of mine has slept with like mutual mm-hmm. mutual partner mm-hmm. and like I'll sleep with them and they're like super super crazy with me pee on me do this to me do that to me and then like I'll be talking to a friend I don't know if this is rude to say about like talking about somebody you've had sex with but like I'll be talking to a close friend who's also had sex with the same person and I'll be like wow she was like really into some like some stuff and he's like what are you talking about <laughs> and like when they yeah. sleep with them mm-hmm. the normal looking person they act completely normal right. but then when they sleep with me they're just right off the hop like they take one look at me and they're like okay all these like dark things that I want to do but I'm too embarrassed to say to anybody mm-hmm. I can say to this guy because right. look at him yeah right so I tend to like bring that part of people out but like yeah I'm a love maker. I I mean as soon as you walked in here I was like god I cannot wait to piss on this guy. <laughs> um I get it. I totally get it. I'm trying to imagine what it would be like if I 
if I um, <coughs> earlier when you were talking about being like a teenager, especially because you were you you had that story about the, the like the trailer park, the camp, because I spent all my summers in a in a campground living in a trailer. And uh, the boy that I really like wanted to make out with when I was 15, he um he he didn't have tattoos, but he was always getting into trouble, like blowing up people's barbecues and shit like that. And I remember saying to my stepmom, like, just out of curiosity, is there anyone you wouldn't be okay with me dating? And she was like, that boy. And I was like, oh, damn, because I, I really liked him. And uh, But I'm trying to imagine, like, encountering... So I'm just encountering uh, you as a teenager and whether I would have associated that with like like scariness or if I would have been really into this like uh not facade is not the right word but this like external like expression of whatever you have mm-hmm. going on inside you and whether I would have been like that's dangerous or if I would I don't know I I always find like the the bad boys that have this like external kind of a- approach are always really soft inside mm-hmm. hun- yeah yeah i keep saying that a lot too 100 percent. i say 100 percent. i say it all the time but yeah no i'm definitely that guy i look like that on the outside and on like i in my past in my life i've had some pretty crazy experiences with like violence and like drugs and like being in that world mm-hmm. and i used to kind of be a bit like that but i'm a big big suck like i'm I'm not what I look like on the outside. Mm-hmm. If, if anything, that hinders me, like when you're talking about like Tinder and stuff or just like dating people, it's like I, I feel like women meet me and they expect me to be one thing when inside I'm like not. Mm-hmm. And then they almost like see what I am inside and they're like, oh, that's not what I was here for. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Not the job I was Like my favorite movie is The Notebook. Yeah. Like I'm not even kidding. Right. I can't watch horror movies. They scare me. Like... <laughs> You have like, yeah, your dog. If anyone's seen your dog, like you've got this just little yeah. Tinkerbell of t- a dog. Yeah. I listen to Marvin Gaye constantly. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not like this like gangster. Hell's Angel. Motherfucker. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like I, but like I've, I've, ha- I've had those aspects in my life. Like I, I've had my head smashed in with brass knuckles and almost mm-hmm. died. Like all kinds of stuff. But I just, that part of me is like so gone. And, and when mm. I was a kid, I was like kind of like I am now like I was just a, you know everybody would call me a faggot and stuff I was just like always making art and like mm-hmm. dressing weird and when did you start like when did you start uh doing that like like art like when when was that because your 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 work is like incredibly uh you're you're an incredible tattoo artist like you're, you're clearly an incredible artist so Thank when you. did you start expressing yourself through through the medium of art I can I always drew and I, I remember being little and like everybody around me, like that's where I got all my validation and like my confidence, like being somebody who like I felt like I didn't have a lot of friends. I was really weird. I got picked on a lot. But then like I would draw something and people would be like, oh, my God, you're mm-hmm. so talented. And it'd be like, oh, cool. Like validation. Keep like that up. Somebody yeah, right. saying something positive to me. They're not like fucking mm-hmm. pulling my tearaways off at recess. Right. Pulling my silver pants off. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I was like, I got to like chase that feeling. And I remember like being a kid and, 
even yeah like elementary school and recess and stuff like asking the teacher like hey can i just sit in the library and draw instead of going outside mm-hmm. and they'd be like go go play and i'd be like no like if i go outside people are just gonna like pick on me and stuff like i'd rather sit here and draw and i remember the first thing was do you do you remember Mad Magazine? Yeah. Like Al- I, Alfred E. Newman? So much Mad Magazine. I had a Mad Magazine, and I remember sitting in the library at recess and just, like, trying to draw his face out of the magazine. Right. And being like, I'm going to draw this over and over again until I can just flawlessly draw it exact mm-hmm. from memory. And I just did that. I just drew Alfred E. Newman over and over and over and over again. And then I would do things like that. And uh, I remember once I won this, like, international thing for... Uh, drawing a logo for the friendship games the friendship games do you remember that it was like a canadian american olympics sounds really sweet they don't have it anymore right it stopped in like the 90s i think but i there was like this like nationwide thing where like everybody in grade five had to draw a a logo and like submit it and they were going to pick one and actually use it and i like won and i got a bunch of money and stuff oh cool (coughs) excuse me and a bunch of validation yeah i remember they like called an assembly and like we all go down to the gym and I'm like <laughs> sitting there on the mat. Remember when you're in, like really young in school and they like put you on the mats in mm-hmm. front of the bleachers and you're like a little kid and they like called me up and like they had called the assembly for me because I had won this thing and everybody wow. was like clapping and I was like, wow. So like I was always just chasing that feeling of like validation. Mm. I get that. Is that the right word? Validation? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I was, I, I like I'm something, I have a purpose I, or like an identity. Like I'm the guy who can draw. It's mm-hmm. amazing how kids can do that too. Like they can be so against you in, in like a bullying kind of way, but then also praise this. Like why I, I that resonates with me. That's little. why you can't take it personally when you're a kid. No, God. No. Like I have kids and if they're ever bullied, I'll just be like, don't, don't take it personally because like, exactly kids like, suck they're like it's, one yeah. moment they're like pushing you and like panting you and like just ruining your life and then you do something cool and then it's like they're your best friend or you make friends with somebody who's kind of cool and it's like no, okay you're cool now like when you're young mm-hmm. it's like you're an idiot mm-hmm. like you just kind of follow with most people just kind of follow with wh- whatever direction they're getting nudged in by everyone else around mm-hmm. them and yeah. just kind of ride that train and then it's usually if you're like the odd person out and you're not trying to do that, then you're just like pushed aside and picked on a bit. Yeah. But like those are always the people who end up like becoming something. Mm-hmm. Not that the, the, the people who are, I'm not saying you have to be a loser in <laughs> school to become something later in life. But, but it makes you more interesting. It definitely, <laughs> yeah, like it definitely. It, like shapes, it can shape a lot does of people. Something it, can, it can break a lot of people. Oh, yeah. But it can also shape a lot of people in a, in a really like pr- positive and productive way. Well, sometimes you have to be broken. And like, I didn't have it that bad. Like, I'm not sitting here like, yeah. whoa, me. Like mm-hmm. I was abused by, you, no. you know, like, yeah, but it definitely was enough that it like shaped, partially shaped who I am today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. Nudged me in the direction of like drawing. Cause like, yeah, you know what I mean? A Saturday night, I didn't have somebody like calling me to like go to a party. Mm-hmm. So I'd, have and a now drawing party. And now I had like that's... one friend, my best friend Darwin, and he could draw too. And yeah. we'd literally get together and be like, hey, you want to you draw? And we'd be stoked to just like sit yeah. there and draw. Yeah. And now it's your livelihood. You know, it's like, yeah, your, it's great. Yeah, it's your life. And it allows me to do anything I want. Yeah. Like I'm going to the, the French Alps next month. Sweet. To tattoo in the French Alps yeah. for a week. Yeah. Hike around and check it out. 
and get paid in euros. Yeah, 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 right. You know, and, yeah. and it's like just based off my drawings. If I want to go to Hawaii the month after that, I could just call up a shop in Hawaii, send them some images of my work. Here's my stuff. Can I come tattoo in your shop? Yeah, mm-hmm. come on down. Yeah. You could just literally see the world and like make money the whole time. It's, yeah. it's, it's a huge blessing. Yeah. yeah. How do you apply all of that um, stuff you just said about, you know, growing up and uh, kind of finding your niche and and also like developing your sexuality, like as a parent, what is that? How do you observe your kids like watching for those kind of experiences that they're having and talking to them about those things? Uh, When it comes to sexuality and my kids, I mean, I don't see my stepson as much as I used to when I was married, so. I should probably say my kid because I have more of an influence in my kid's life than I do my stepson's life now. But um, I just try and be really open with them. Like when my son was really young and he asked a question about how babies were made, I just like found a good YouTube video about how babies were made and sat down with him and watched it and explained it to him. Mm-hmm. Like it just super open all the time. I have paintings up in the house where like women's breasts are out and stuff. Like I just try and not like put a lot of pressure on like you're too young to know this or like you should know this or you shouldn't see this obviously I don't want to like let him see anything that's going to affect him but like I just feel like you should be open about that stuff when a, when a child's developing mm-hmm. like my parents were uh, really affectionate with each other I remember being young and like knowing they had sex and stuff and I just I thought like they really love each other and um, I'd go over to my, you know, other people's houses. And I'd be like, do your parents not love each other? Like, they never, mm-hmm. like, I've never seen your dad grab your mom's ass. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like it's good to just be, yeah, open about it. But I'm single right now, so it's not like I'm ever really, like. Yeah. Does I, How old is your? You, you, eight, eight, right? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, like, um, like, as a single parent, uh, how like, how would you, how do you, manage like introducing or not introducing your kid to part like newer partners or when how do you decide when to I almost never Mm. like unless I'm in a committed relationship with someone or hanging out with them enough that like we're friends as well as like and then even still I wouldn't like be like affectionate to them right I'm not I'd be like hey my friend's gonna come to the beach with us right and like that's fine but even that's super rare. Right. But as far as like introducing them to somebody as like, this is somebody I'm affectionate with. No, like mm-hmm. never. Unless, unless I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. Like yeah. me and the, the woman, unless I'm like, we're going to have this relationship. Yeah. Then I'm not going to bother introducing them. Yeah. I figured, but I was curious. That's pretty standard. Yeah. 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 Well, like Jeremy's sister has a couple of stepsons and I just remember watching that process being like, oh, wow. So this is like a very deliberate yeah. practice. Of well, like, be, yeah, that could, like I, I wouldn't want I have my son every Saturday and I wouldn't want to have a different girl over every Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Waiting for my son to go to bed. Yeah. And he's like, oh, wow. Every time I go over to dad's house, he's got a different girl there and like have that kind of like imprintation on his mind. And then he's older and wants yeah. to be in a relationship. How, but does, he's that, like, how does that manifest? This doesn't feel right because yeah. I feel like I should be with a bunch of different people all the time. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. But yeah. like, I just don't want to influence him in any way. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. as far as like, um, 
sexual preference like like his, his mom's a lesbian his yeah. mom's gay and i remember like when i was in my earlier 20s and i had first like got her pregnant and stuff being like kind of worried not that i have anything against like homosexuality or anything but worried that it, it was going to like influence him like okay he's probably more likely to be gay than straight because his mom's gay mm-hmm. and it's like i now i just it's like i don't care or mm-hmm. worry about anything like that and it's like even if he was whatever like it doesn't matter yeah and um i don't know what i'm saying basically like i used to really worry about influencing him or steering him in the wrong direction or, oh my god don't let him this that blah 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 and now it's just like you know what just let his life's life, crazy yeah. let life just be crazy yeah. around you let him like, blossom whatever, the way that, that however it, yeah. the dust settles and whatever like mm-hmm. super individual thing you are like when you come out of it like that's the best that's version perfect. of yourself mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean yeah you know what I mean yeah <laughs> I like that you you are I'm trying not to of say it, now. it but <laughs> that you repeat it every time yeah now I'm like double yeah. saying yeah. It. I'm definitely gonna make a super cut and send it to you um, uh, we're, we're pretty much at time here before we wrap it up uh, do you wanna do like uh, super quick Round. We haven't done this since the live show. Do you want to do like a super quick round of speed dating cues? Okay, you're really putting me on the spot here. It's nine o'clock in the morning, but okay. All right. Yeah, you have um, some written down there. Uh, yeah, they're okay. from uh, they're from the live show. Okay. Um, so we're just gonna ask you a few speed dating questions, uh, and the first thing that comes to your mind, or like the quickest answer, um, and we'll just like blast right through it. Oh shit! All right. Uh, who's your sexual icon? That's such a weird question. I can't even think of like. It's so funny because the first thing that came to mind looking at you was Adam Levine. (laughs) (laughs) Going with the gauze in the notebook. Okay. I want to be that guy just super devoted to one person and like just will relentlessly do anything to like win their love. What's the strangest prop you've ever used to get yourself off? Sharpie marker in my ass while I was jerking off when I was a kid. Whoa. Oh, I yeah. love that. Wait, wait, my turn. Uh, if you were going to fantasize about a person in a uniform, what uniform would it be? Uniform, nurse, doctor, for sure. Like some type of medical, like maybe rubber gloves involved. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. that guy fist bumped you? <laughs> yeah, yeah the, him, the old guy. Yeah. Uh, which would you rather hear on a first date? I'm rich. I want to dominate you. Breed me, daddy. Breed me, daddy. <laughs> if if you didn't know her, would you date your mom? <laughs> no, absolutely no. That's like some Carl Young shit right there, though. Oh my god! Some would say we're all trying to date our moms, right, or our dads. Uh, oh how many times a week do you jerk off? I don't masturbate. You don't masturbate? No. You don't masturbate? No, I find it like desensitizes me. Right. I find if I if I masturbate. Like, so say, for example, I don't have sex all week and I Mm -hmm. masturbate every day all week and then I have sex with somebody at the end of the week. I find myself masturbating with their body, like using them Uh, as a prop to masturbate with in my head, thinking about other stuff. Mm -hmm. But if I never watch porn and masturbate, I feel super connected to the person I'm having sex with. And I prefer that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. What does... And I have issues with addiction, as you know. Uh Right. So no matter if it's cigarettes, I'm smoking two packs a day. If it's alcohol, mm-hmm. I'm drinking a quart of liquor every night. If it's masturbation, I'm going to masturbate five fucking times a day. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need like a monkey that just slaps me in the face every time I say, you know what I mean? But yeah, no, I don't masturbate. 
what maybe is, once in a blue moon if I don't get laid for like the blue moon. two and a half weeks. <laughs> on the blue moon. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, would, would you eat, eat someone out on their period? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%? kind of like it in a weird way uh uh iron it's yeah good for your La- last one health. is there anything that you won't do in bed pegging okay yeah. yeah like i'm down with a girl sticking a finger up my butt once in a while not every day mm-hmm. i'll do pretty much anything pegging shit stuff yeah it's yeah just yeah. That, that's my line poop that's my that's where i draw the line yeah like i like a little like prostate stimulation or something <laughs> yeah but if I wanted to like get bent over and fucked, I'd just fuck a dude. Yeah. And that's not my thing. Right. So it's like, yeah. Just, what about other ways of being dominated by women? Like, uh, I like, definitely like being submissive, like just laying back and letting them just like slap you around. Yeah. Spit in my mouth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The girl's like riding you and she's like holds your mouth open. She's like spits in your mouth. You're like, fuck yeah, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that too. <laughs> you say that to yourself with a mouthful of spit. So fuck yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm such a piece of shit. <laughs> well, that was fun. Uh, thanks, Joshua. Dobbs. Dobbs. My pleasure. Do- jo- Josh. Dobbs. Um, I'm, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And you're the guy who says three names every time you talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and thank you all so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back next week with another fun episode. And in the meantime, head on over to Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave a rating and a review. Keeps us on the charts. Uh, more people get to see us and hear us and, and all that fun stuff. And if you want to support our Patreon, which would be huge, you can do that at... Uh, www.patreon.com slash turn me on. Yeah. But you did, babe. I got it. You yeah, got it. I almost went too far, but I, I got, got it. it. Yeah. Um, and there's like cool perks up there. Brady reads erotica. It's really hot. Actually, the last one that we put up. Holy fuck. Yeah, it was good. I got, I'm looking for new content. Intense. I liked doing the poetry, but now I'm thinking like, I don't know, maybe, maybe something different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, there's lots of great stuff on there. And, um, our Instagram's really fun. Turn me on podcast mm-hmm. at Turn Me On Podcast. We got some booties up there. Every Sunday we put up a beautiful butt. We have a, a quite a catalog of booties waiting to be posted, but we still want more. So. They're, they're anonymous, and sometimes I see a tattoo, and I'm <gasps> like, I know whose butt that is. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah of course. Of course I love that. It's like a little Easter egg. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, that's it for this week. So until, until next, next week, week, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Okay, love you, bye. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.